Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Monday, May 11th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateandori at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. Kate, how has your weekend been? You know... It has been up and down, I'm going to say. Yesterday okay. was really hard. Uh, really hard. My kids had a really hard day. And mm-hmm. it was just, you know, uh, like it was a good reminder ultimately that this is hard for them also. But yeah, they ha- don't have, you know, they're children. So they don't quite yet have the ability to totally understand and articulate what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. you know or even understand what's what they're feeling or why mm-hmm. they're feeling that way so mm-hmm. i'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that like they are also going through something really hard and stressful and challenging and you know just be mindful of that because like we were just it was just a lot yesterday a lot of feelings a lot of emotions a lot of mm. fighting a lot of yelling a lot of just like stomping and you know, we're all on top of each other and it was hard. It was hard. How did you navigate that? How did you deal with it in the moment? I mean, I messed up like a hundred times. I'm sure. Like I was really grumpy and tired and, and frustrated. And finally I just was kind of like, Oh, I think it took me like, so also sometimes I'm so dense. I'm like, why are they acting this way? And then I'm like, Oh, right. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. And they also are in the middle of a global, like, right, also right, right. Seeing it. Like, they're also, like, just, you know, feeling such big feelings about it. So, I it took me a minute to kind of, like, tune into the fact that I think that's what was going on. Um, mm. One of my kids was just having a really hard time. It was just really emotional, but I couldn't explain why, why they were that way. And then I was like, oh, duh. You know? So, we just, like, yeah. cuddled and talked. And I tried to just be very gentle in my behavior with them and you know, just be understanding. And then today, which is Sunday, which is Mother's Day, has been nice. I mean, I did have a night filled with very strange anxiety dreams. Mm. Woke up at 5.30 in the morning because I, I thought somebody was banging on our door. I just, weird night. But then I did sleep in and I stayed in bed until 2 p.m. playing Nintendo Switch. Ah. Uh. You know, and, and I did not what I a dream. didn't even think about getting out until you I got a, saw a text from you and you're like, do you want to record this <laughs> podcast? episode?" And I was like, oh, what's, oh, it's almost uh, oh, it's the middle of the afternoon. And I am in my smelly pajamas. But, you know, all I really wanted today was just to have some personal space. So that's been very nice. My family good obliging. They got the memo. They made me nice cards. They got me a nice breakfast for breakfast burrito and um then they just kind of left me alone i'm glad that your cup was filleth <laughs> well thank you i mean the day's only half done true so it, could, it could overflow or someone could drink out of it will oh, see someone oh, could knock it over could break it 
How has uh, the last 48 hours of your life been, Tori? You know, they've been okay. Um, Matt made me breakfast this morning, which was lovely. I ate it on a tray whilst lying on the couch, um, on the on the chaise part of our couch. Um, and I don't know, I but like... I feel like I haven't had like a real Mother's Day yet as a mom. Like last year, I was just so out of it because Henry was two weeks old. This year, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, I kind of, like I would have liked to have like taken a drive somewhere. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but it it was it it's been fine. Um, Henry and Bo got me flowers. As Very a, thoughtful as of a them. Baby and a dog should. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I went on a nice walk with Henry, and you know what I've been doing on my walks, Kate? I have been doing the Peloton Outdoors part of their app. Go on. What does <laughs> so, that entail? Someone's in your ear being like. Pump those arms. Basically, um, so they have all these workouts. Some of them are runs, some of them are walks, some of them are walk runs, and they're all set to music. And then one of the Peloton instructors is like telling you to do a brisk walk, then to slow down, then to do a stroll, then to swing your arms, uh, make sure you're standing up straight. Like, I, you know, just like anything that a fitness instructor would say. Um, and they're really fun. So are tunes I've, playing also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like there's I did one this morning that was like 90s. <laughs> um and yeah, there there's like 80s ones, there's hip hop ones, there's pop ones. Um every every flavor of music you could ask for, they have. There's a, I think there's a Broadway one. <laughs> um and I've been doing two 20 minute walks with these in my ears and it's been really nice it really makes the time go by quickly that sounds great thanks thanks so much you are so welcome <laughs> um so yeah i highly recommend i think i i had i had signed up for the peloton app when they were still doing their 90 day free trial i think that is over and now is. they are back to doing their 30 day free trial so oh. Well, there you go. They still have a 30-day free trial. So if you want to check it out, you can check it out. Um, hashtag not an ad, by the way. Just Hashtag not an ad. Yeah. Just, I mean, would uh, we be open to Peloton advertising? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring it on, Peloton. Bring on Peloton. <laughs> um, but uh, as of now, this is not, not an, an ad. ad. Hashtag nope. <sighs> hashtag nope. Um, the other thing that I've just been thinking about is like, so California is starting to reopen for curbside pickup. And I'm wondering, like, what does phase two look like in terms of seeing people? No one, no one really knows, right? But I'm I just wondering, like, no clue. I have no clue. Like, when is it safe for Henry to have an outdoor play date with another family that has also been self-isolating and is also low risk? I, I like, don't know. Because I, then I don't know. Have a, then what if... They have like many plates. I don't, I don't get, I don't right. get it. I don't get how it's right. going to work. Like, do you just make a deal with like one other family? Like you're the family I have play dates with or Maybe. I like, I don't know. Um, but 
I would like to start thinking about that and just like asking that question. Like, when do we start kind of like tiptoeing back into the world? What do you know what phase two entails exactly? So I believe phase two, I'm just going to Google it quickly because I don't want to misspeak. It says says what I've read. It's I'm reading an article from abc7.com and they say businesses mm-hmm. such as bookstores, clothing stores, toy stores, and florists can reopen for curbside pickup right. starting Friday. Friday. Was last, last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. And also so like manufacturers, manufacturers and warehouses can open as long as they ha- like can maintain social distancing and have protective gear. So about schools. No, nothing about schools. Nothing about I don't know, nothing about anything else. So Yeah, and I don't how does phase two affect interactions with individuals? Like Right, exactly. Yeah. There's no guidance for that. Um so I don't know. And I feel like people are starting to just sort of wing it and that makes me nervous yeah and I also do feel it does feel like I don't know if anyone else is feeling this but like I got really sad (laughs) this week because I just was like I miss the feeling of going to a restaurant so Mm. deeply Mm -hmm. and again I know it's just going to a restaurant but I like didn't like just the the casual decision the last minute like oh let's just go to go out to dinner tonight and then you go the yeah. actions and like I, then I started to get sad that I would never get to experience that again and like <laughs> just and I don't know when any of that you know that may never not come back for a while but yeah I don't, I don't know how any of this works honestly I don't know I don't either I don't either and then like I'm talking to my dad the other day and he's like um we're thinking about coming to LA in July like super casually and I was like wait what like <laughs> these are the conversations we're having now. Like uh, I I didn't even really know how to respond. I just said, you know, July, like a lot of stuff could change by July. Like, let's just hold off on that for now. And he was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. Like we have no guidance from our federal government on what to do. And every community, every state is different, but then within the state, every city is handling things differently. So it makes it very confusing Totally. Especially in terms of like, like interacting with your family, you know, like all that stuff, just nothing feels very clear. Yeah. And so it's hard to navigate what is expected and what is okay. And I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no idea what that means. I don't know either. We're not going to see each other. You and I. Yeah. Yeah. Phase five. For podcast <laughs> hosts can see each other. Okay. Oh. Thanks, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Yeah. It's we. It's 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 all it's all a little confusing. I mean, I and obviously it's probably confusing for everyone, even the mm-hmm. people at the top. They're probably like, I don't know. Totally. Yeah. No one. No one really knows. Everyone's playing catch up. So, I don't know. Just thought I would throw that out there. And and. I'm curious if other listeners are are wrestling with these questions as well. I mean, I'm sure they are, but I'm wondering how people are doing with them. Yeah, I would love to hear. Should we? All right. 
hear from some listeners? I would love to do that. Um, well, here's what one listener wrote. Hi, Kate and Dory. One thing I do while listening is take care of my plants. I have a growing houseplant collection of all types from long trailing vines to smaller plants that sit on my windowsill. And it has been so incredibly nice to have other living beings in my home with me, especially since I live in an apartment and don't have a backyard. I find it meditative to take care of them, pruning, watering, cleaning, and arranging them throughout the house. It's springtime, so they are starting to grow, and it's so special to see new baby leaves form and watch nature do its thing. Just wanted to give that little tip for others. If you want to, try getting a plant. It will bring some greenery to your home, and hopefully it will give you the same good feelings as it does me. Plants can also help purify the air in your home, which is another plus. Love this. (laughs) But do you talk to it? I have never felt particularly emotionally connected to plants. I mostly, my whole life, have gotten them and then killed them. And it's taken me many years to figure out, like, what kind of plants to get for what kind of home I'm in and, like, very low-maintenance plants because I don't Mm -hmm. understand plants. So I don't talk to them. I don't play the music. I do think they're, I do love having them, though. I do really love filling my home with plants. So... I mean, I could start talking to this big, big thing next to me. It's like a palm. I mean, thing. L- look, no pressure. I was just curious. I feel like I've already offended the plant by calling it a palm thing. I don't even know. What yeah. it is. The, the plant like, like turns away from you. Grows in the other direction. <laughs> but I do think I do love um, being able to have a connection to nature, especially when you don't have outdoor space. Yes. Um, and when I have lived in apartments, uh, most all of which had no outdoor space, um, that was something that really was helpful. So, totally. Totally. All right. We have a voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just wanted to call in and respond to the listener who um, called in about body positivity um, because today I actually did something that I don't normally do, but I found it to be really uh, fun and reminded me um, of all the ways I love my body, you know, during this time in quarantine when I'm a little lazier, feeling a little softer. Um, But anyways, I was heading into the shower, and I uh, turned on my Amazon Alexa, played some Lizzo, and just kind of shaked it in front of the mirror, um, and just danced around and felt my body move, and it felt really good. So that's something I just thought I'd suggest to the listener. Thanks. Great. That sounds good to me. Love love that suggestion. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. Um, okay. So last week I was talking, and this is something that's come up on the podcast a a few times from both of us, um, this question of news consumption and like how to manage it and how to not be overwhelmed by the news and wanting to feeling this tension between wanting to stay informed, but also not wanting to just, yeah, be totally overwhelmed by it. So some listeners had some suggestions and I, I liked what this listener had to say. I wanted to jump in on the news convo you all were having on today's episode of Here For You. I am one of those people who actually only checks the news once a day. And I can tell you from over here on the other side, 
It's really good. I wanted to share how I got my COVID news habits under control. For me, the key was, wait for it, reframing the narrative. (laughs) I know y'all love this, so I thought it might help here. When I go down the occasional news rabbit hole, I realize it's not because I want to be more informed, like I tell myself it is. It is because I'm looking for answers that don't exist. Specifically, those questions are things like, when will this end? How bad will it get? Will we be okay? And you know what? You are not going to find that answer, no matter how many stories you read. In this case, the more you read does not equal the more you know when it comes to answering those questions. So I reframe my news habits. What do I need to know? Emphasis on need. And here's what I really need to know. What do I need to do to keep myself and the people in my community safe? How can I support the people who need my support? For me, I get those answers from my local news blog and the LA Times free coronavirus coverage. That's it. I check them once a day for probably 15 minutes max. So I think if you want to get your news habits into a place that feels good for you, I just ask, what do I really need to know? I think there's a feeling of control in scrolling endless news. It can feel like the more horrible stuff you know, the more prepared you'll be in case it happens to you. But living in constant readiness for the worst case scenario is exhausting and unproductive. I think we also feel a societal pressure to be a, quote, good person and stay informed and bear witness to every single thing we can. Like, I have to be the most informed, the most grateful for what I have, the most aware and woke. However, I think if you really look at yourselves, you know that you are informed, you are bearing witness, you are sending gratitude and strength and donations where you can, and you are staying inside to keep yourselves and the people you would otherwise encounter safe. The news will never stop. That's just how modern media is. Our brains are wired not to want to miss out, which is why science shows we humans have a really hard time stopping scrolling. I hope that thinking about news consumption and what it's for for you can make it easier to set a limit for yourself that you don't feel guilty about. I hope some of this helps. Sorry for the long email. Love you guys. Mm. I thought this was really interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the endless strolling is what is most seductive to me. I'm totally like, "Mm, just going to keep going and then I'll know all the answers to everything. Yes. Um, And that becomes kind of a mindless uh, trap. Hmm. And this kind of goes back to what we were sort of talking about at the beginning. Like, we're not going to find these answers that we're looking for because no one has them. Well, you know, I had to like during the height of the Mueller investigation, I would sometimes have to say to myself, like, you are not going to solve this. So you can close like I would I would it would get to the point where it's like I was reading everything as if I were an investigator. And I was like, this is not my job some people are handling this like you're not you're not the person who's going to find the answers so like it's yeah to shut it down like I yeah think it's great to be informed but also it's like I'm I'm not the person who's going to come up with a vaccine for coronavirus I wish I was but that's not my my lot in life so totally I can step away and try to be as informed as I can take care of my family and maybe watch Pride and Prejudice for the 70th time. (laughs) Uh, um, All right. Moving on. Oh, boy. Kate, Mm -hmm. this email is really directed to you. Would you like to read it or would you like me to read it to you? No, 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 no. I'll handle this. I have to say, I don't remember even mentioning getting my feet in better shape on this podcast. (laughs) Maybe it was on the other podcast. Who knows? But I have talked about it. So here we go. A week or so ago on Here For You, Kate mentioned that she wanted to get her feet in better shape. I have a few easy tips. Number one, 
Slather your feet in a super thick cream and put on a pair of cotton socks. Vaseline, Waleda, Aquaphor all work great. I do this in the evenings and take the socks off before bed. After a week or so of step one, use a foot file to sand off the dead skin. I use the tweezer man step to it and find it works best when your feet are dry. Afterwards, rinse off your feet, then moisturize and put on socks. Three. If your toenails are rough and uneven, buffing works great and can also take care of thick cuticles and polish stains. The four-sided nail files that you can find at the drugstore work great, Start starting with the roughest file and moving to the smoothest. That's it. Happy feet, Emily. Well, thank you, Emily. <laughs> are you going to do any of these suggestions? Well, I occasionally will do the, like, moisturize your feet and then put yes. on socks. Procedure. Yes. It's not, like the coziest way to right. go to bed totally it's kind of hot right now and then it's like your feet are just kind of like clammy and yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And some socks but it does work it, it does, does work. um and i am i am sanding off some dead skin i actually think we might have that tweezer man thing i have to double check it you know my husband just happened to have purchased a dead skin thing and oh, look at that. Like, oh, hello. I need this too. <laughs> yeah. He's participating in foot care as well. Have you been buffing your toenails? A little bit, but I also think that doesn't that take off a layer of the nail? Like, isn't that also not the best to do? Kate, I don't know. I don't either, but I have done it a little bit and I am kind of filing them um, and letting them kind of grow out mm-hmm. to give them some space. Although my children are very intent on doing a spa day today because it's mother's day and, and they're oh. like, we, we're going to paint your nails and I'd be like, um, no, I'm sorry. I'm actually <laughs> going polish free right now because I'm letting them like, breathe. Yeah. Like, like, how do I explain this to them? <laughs> we'll find uh, out. So yeah. thank you. No, I, I really appreciate these tips. Um, these are great tips. Thank and this you. is a nice project just to have in, in this time. Yes. You know, focus on and, uh, you know, focusing on my feet, keeping me from chopping all my hair off, though I may do that. Whoa, whoa. TBD, Dory. TBD. But I have this, really been... This merits more discussion that we yeah. don't have time for right yeah, now, yeah, but tomorrow, I'm making a tomorrow. note of it. Okay. God, I want to just chop it all off. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Great. So, our word of the day... <laughs> we don't have one. Our word of the day is... We're stumped. Yeah. We've had a lot of words of the day and we just couldn't come up with one today. So instead of coming up with a word that is just not great. Yeah. Um, we didn't like fully feel passionate about. Yes, exactly. We decided we're just not going to have one today. <laughs> so. You know, the, the truth that we did actually spend like a long time on the phone before recording this tr- discussing this word of the day conundrum that we're in. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if we actually ever expected this podcast to go on as long as it has. Yeah. So we have kind of run through a lot of words that really do have a lot of meaning to us. Yeah. So, you know, word of the day might be on hiatus, but if you have a word that you're meditating on or that has had meaning to you, yeah. For you to share them and we would inspire us. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the way a listener inspired us with an activity suggestion. Oh boy, this is this is another <laughs> thing Dory and I sat and did together before we're going to Um so she included a little note 
She says, I work at a university library, so you know we love some research. Every day, I work with my boss, the dean of the library, to send out a roundup of resources and news related to COVID and our self-isolation to all staff. It's not as depressing as it sounds. We send out good news stories, shoutouts to staff who have stepped up in this time, deep dives on certain topics from our research experts, and fun stuff like streaming video and playlists to get us through the day. A couple weeks ago, she came up with a list of animal cams, and it was everything. I wanted to share because watching a panda eat grass for 30 minutes is really getting me through the 3 p.m. slump. So we will uh, share this list, but I just want to give a special shout out to the Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary Senior Dog Gathering Room I saw it open on my computer, right? Oh my God. The, I think it's the dachshund is drinking water. Do we, okay, we sat together and watched this for like, what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. It's really great. It is where you want to be. Yes. The dachshund. Oh, there he is. Little butt. There's just a oh, lot of really great oh. senior dogs living together. Oh, there's the big around. lab. <laughs> We've gotten to know them. <laughs> oh, they, they changed the angle of the camera since the last time we were looking at this. So yes, I feel like we have a better view of the room. It was zoomed in on a really <laughs> tiny, fluffy dog. It was adorable, but now we kind of really get some new dogs. Is that, is that, is that the same dog that's in the green? No, that's a different dog. So as you can see, we're, we're invested. <laughs> yeah, this is so, it's so comforting. It's so cozy. You will, you will just want to get to know these dogs. Yeah, so that's our activity of the day. Enjoy. Yeah, there are there are tons of animal cams. As we were researching these, I actually came across Tiger King's Carol Baskin's cam by accident. So you know, there's <laughs> there's a cam for everyone. There really is. Um, all right. Well, on that note, we will talk to you all tomorrow. And please remember, we are here for you. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>